Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with Kia. Um, This will be my second episode on my first season of Coffee with Kia. And what I'm doing is discussing how past experiences and relationships and friendships and families, um, events has, you know, affected my life and, and how we can take some of those events that happened and some of the things that occurred within those events that weren't so pleasant or favorable and turn them around and change the narrative and change the cycle and diminish some of these generational curses that have been passed down so many times throughout families um so I'm going to get into it um I wanted to talk about blended families or not so blended families um my experience was I was the oldest child I am the oldest child of my mother, and I have a younger brother and a younger sister from my mother, and I have brothers and sisters on my dad's side, about eight brothers and sisters. I believe it's two boys that my father has, and a total of six girls, I believe. Um, But anyhow, um, my My mother and my father, um, they did not stay together um, after I was born. I believe that my mom um, moved back home while she was pregnant with me. So um, they weren't in a relationship, actually, when I was even born. And um, shortly after I was born, my mom met my stepdad. And... um, He was pretty much um, my in-home dad. And my father, I talked to my father on the phone here and there, but we didn't have a relationship. The relationship was pretty much built around, you know, oh, what what do you need? Or, um, you know, I can bring some money by or I'll take you out, you know, one day and, you know, things like that. It wasn't really, you know, a heavy relationship. And it was partly because, um, you know, we, my mom had moved on and, um, she was with my stepdad and my stepdad was, you know, a great addition to my life. Um, once my brother and sister came along, you know, things kind of changed wherein you could feel the energy shift because the bond between two parents and there are two children who share the same mother and father is different from the bond that the whole family would have. So in some ways, I always kind of felt like an outsider, you know, kind of like I didn't belong because um, even though my, my mom, you know, always made me feel loved and my stepdad, you know, I, I always had just a feeling of not totally fitting in because they, my brother and sister were um, a little over a year apart and they had the same mother and the same father. And I always knew, you know, that my stepdad wasn't really my dad, but, you know, he did a good job of helping my mom out with me. 
and um so it was just one day that I know that you know my mom had had a disagreement with my dad over the phone and I remember her saying to him well just stay away don't you know don't come by here anymore just stay away from us we don't need anything from you you know I don't want to see you anymore and you know this that was pretty much it and while I did overhear that conversation and those were some pretty harsh words the harshest and hardest part about that and the most painful part about that is the fact that he actually did what she said he stayed away he did not you know call if he did I didn't know about it and I didn't see him anymore for maybe about 10 years that happened when I was about seven and um that was that was a a very painful um you know reality for me you know to hear that and to not be fought for you know to you know of course I didn't realize that he wasn't you know quite fighting for me then because I was a child but over the years I thought of it that way like yeah you know yeah I'm kind of upset that well I am upset that she said to stay away but then I'm even more upset that you actually did what she told you to do so was that your ticket out or you know is that what you really wanted you didn't you want to be bothered with me you know what was really you know the catch with that what what was it that made that so easy for you to just simply just do what she said um you know so you're kind of forced when you're a child of um a blended family you're kind of forced to love a man you know that whether you like him or not or whether he's really a father or not or whether he's you know good to you you or not, or your your mom or your siblings, you you're kind of forced to accept, you know, a place where you don't feel like you quite belong. You you just always kind of feel like you're a square peg trying to fit into a round hole, and that that's pretty much been you know how it was for most of my my childhood and my you know my teenage life. You know, so as time goes on, you know, and um, I get a relationship with my dad, you know, once I turn 17 and, you know, I get into some trouble at school and I call on my dad because I always had his number. I always, you know, kept in touch with him and kept in touch with me once I became able to do that, you know, without my mom knowing, you know, it was always very important to me to have a relationship with my dad. So once I had my daughter you know, um, who is my oldest child, she, you know, also experienced where her dad was not in the home, and I married, and my husband became her stepdad, but the difference, the, the narrative that I chose to, you know, create was one that when you marry me you marry everybody and what that means is I never even in our wildest darkest times you know between my daughter's dad and me not ever did I utter the words never come by you can't see her you don't have any rights to her we don't want to see you again 
I would never do that because number one, I know how that feels, you know, to have experienced that. And I also know the pain connected to a a man who, you know, may have not been quite so ready to be the father figure and, you know, be in a husband-like role to, you know, somewhat take the opportunity to do just that and, you know, take the easy way out and say, oh, okay, I won't, you know. Um, And not to say that particularly her dad would have done that. I don't know because, you know, he's never, you know, expressed doing anything like that and I've never expressed that to him. But the lesson learned in that is that just because it doesn't work out between you you know, and the person that you share a child with, that's, that does not mean that it won't ever work out or it shouldn't, and you should not put forth, you as a parent and the other parents involved, to put forth an extra effort to make it work. Because the moment that you have a child with somebody, that is the moment that it is no longer about you. From that moment forward, it's, it's no longer about you. And I've always strived. Um, my daughter's 20 now. And she has little brothers of um, whom I've, you know, had with my husband. And she, you know, has experienced what I think is one of the most beautiful things that um, can be experienced in the black community especially is the beauty of receiving love from four parents um i'm super super proud of that um i'm so glad that my daughter has been afforded the opportunity to experience that um and it hasn't been easy you know, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that it's been all a bed of roses and it's been walked through a park and, you know, and everybody's skipping to you, Lou. It's not that. But once again, like I talked about in my first episode, it's all about the intention and what your intention is behind everything that you do and every message that you send. And... You know, I decided a long time ago, even in my hurt and my pain and my disappointment to lead with love because I knew that I did not want her to experience the pain that I experienced with having a not so blended, blended family and kind of being, you know, um, well, feeling like the outsider right inside of my own home. I knew that I, I didn't want her to experience that. And I know that I can't, you know, protect her from everything. And I know that I can't protect her from, you know, so many um, things that come at us in the world. But I knew that my contribution and my husband's contribution and her dad's contribution and her dad's wife's contribution to her life, making all of us keeping the same focal point that it's about her I knew that those contributions were going to be what could make or break her mentally 
you know, just dealing with that part of her life. And, you know, because we have so much to deal with anyway, and having known, because all, all of us, I believe that all of us, um, you know, the four of us, my husband, me, my husband, my husband's, um, my daughter's uh, dad and his wife, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we've all um, felt the the pain of an absent parent. And so it was, it was my full intention to lead with love and make sure that I lessen the chances of her feeling that. And um, like I said, it's not something that's easy. You know, um, it comes with a lot of um, compassion. It comes with a lot of forgiveness. It comes with uh, consideration. Uh, It comes with having the ability to take your emotions out of things and and always keep her at the forefront you know and um our sacrifices has really paid off you know a huge dividends with her life she's so successful she's in her second year of nursing school she works a full-time job she works a part-time job she's a very very beautiful beautiful girl she has a very warm spirit um a very loving spirit a very giving spirit um and anybody who has met her um can can relate can really um confirm what I'm saying she is one of the most beautiful persons that I know and I know that it is because she has experienced an extra helping a double heaping of parental love and she that's one part of her life where there where there has been no deficit. So I just thank God and I thank the universe for giving me the courage number one to um, put that in my forefront and also, you know, my co parenters and, you know, my husband for just leading with love and um, you know, just being strong about it and being mature about it. And, you know, the, the lesson that, you know, I would hope and uh, the thing, the takeaway, I would say that I would like for everybody to know is that, you know, when we have these children, it, it's just it's no longer about us. It's about them and their well-being and, you know, the, the love that they feel because love is power and strength is carriage you know, and it, it's so many things and it's, 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 you're responsible for putting another human being out into this world when you make a child and you're either going to put out somebody who is leading with love or someone who is not. And, um, so I just hope that that story is encouraging to anyone who you know, has a blended family, you know, whatever your family dynamic is, you know, just to try to keep it about the child and, you know, really think about any issues that come up and think about your contribution to it. Are you contributing, you know, an emotional, a negative emotional response to things or are you really thinking about the child and, 
keeping it about them and doing what's best for them. So I will be signing off. I just wanted to share that and um, let me know your thoughts on this episode of Coffee with Kia. Um, and I look, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. The pleasure is 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 mine for sure. I'm, I'm really enjoying sharing these words with you guys, and I look forward to feedback. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye.